Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. Well, John and Jennifer and I are gathered here in the office because something is on my heart that I want to share with everyone. A couple of weeks ago, we shared in the podcast about Jennifer praying over the current events of child and sex traffic, and we realized, and we did it on air, that we were praying the same thing, and that the Holy Spirit was giving us different things to pray. Uh, and I want to tell a story about a quite amazing event. But I've told this story on the tape of the month, and I really wanted to do a podcast on it because it is so incredible. I'm going to let Jennifer read the beginning of that tape. We were meeting and talking about something separate, and we went on a hunt to find this story because it was really on Martha's uh, heart, and I remembered it as well. And we couldn't remember where it had been done because honestly that's how much the lord is pouring through this ministry there is some that we are in a deluge of amazing uh revelation and blessings and so we had to go on the hunt to figure this out and we figured it out that it was in august message of the month which is the glorious heart of god which if you haven't oh you know the whole entire message you just you just don't want to miss any of these messages Martha's been doing on the heart because they are absolutely connected to complementary to supporting of everything the Holy Spirit is doing in the other aspects the loving of self that John hit on the last few podcasts that is now all of us are, are in that it's just all there and this story is part and parcel of that and what it means to be a vessel of God's love um, and to let him come in and put on your heart what he wants to put on your heart, even if it has no other connection than his his desires and his relationship to you. And that's really what the story was. And it was an incredible story of what God is able to do with a receptive heart and the passion he's able to instill, even when there's no rational connection, as we would think of it. Well, before we have Martha give the story, actually, I, I want to... <laughs> Uh, a few gems that came right before she told the story that sets it up uh, quite a bit. And I'm, I'm telling you, you just need to, you've just got to hear this message. Um, so Martha was saying, she said, I was taught by the spirit that we needed to have an empty heart, empty of our opinions and our negative thoughts and wicked thoughts and even frivolous thoughts. We needed a quiet, empty heart in order for Christ to express himself through us. The heart is a vessel that belongs to the Holy Spirit for the feelings of God in Christ. We are to cry with his tears and love with his love and turn when his heart turns. Our heart is to be absolutely owned by Christ for his use, for his expression. Literally, he wants to express his feelings and thought through our hearts. And we're to be honest with what we feel, but we are to continually be emptying out. We're pouring out our life and our identity so that we're available for God's use. Okay, so now I'm going to uh, actually take an, the excerpt out of uh, the CD of the month and, and play that for you all so that you can be on the same page with us and we can all uh, enjoy it. So here's the excerpt. There's a story that 
I want to tell about John's heart being used by God. And that's how you learn God's compassion, God's power, God's purpose, is when you allow your heart to be used by God. There was a representative in the United States Congress who was shot by, I think it was a mentally ill person. He was a representative from Louisiana, Steve Scalise. It's called the Minority Whip in the House, which is a strange title, but it's a strong position of leadership, and he was voted there by the trust of his peers. And he was at a place, a baseball field, where other government officials were. And he was shot, terribly wounded. The shot went into his hip, passed through his body, uh, just wrecked many organs in his body. It's like his body exploded from within with that one shot. And he was rushed away, bleeding profusely internally and externally. And John's heart was filled with God's compassion for that man. When it happened, he was very much in touch with the news. He was telling us what was going on with Steve Scalise. And uh, his spirit, I believe it was God's call to John to pray for weeks and months for that man. He was called to pray God's power and healing and the will for him to live and be restored to his position in Congress. And that burden lasted for months. It would go along and weeks would go by and John wouldn't have mentioned it. Then he would bring it up again and I realized that all those weeks he had been on duty to pray. And that burden lasted for months because his injuries were severe. It was an incredible commission on John to stay with the man until he was well. And then the day came when he was well, and John rejoiced as if it were a relative. Because he had been involved not with the man, but with God's heart for the man. And he's, he kept John with, with it. So that's what it means to carry God's heart and learn it. God was with that man for in the most intimate care. And I, I read the book of his, he wrote a book about the whole thing. And he was a Christian, but he told all through the book, it was the explanation for his recovery was that it was a miracle of prayer. And he knew that many people prayed for him. Many, many outpourings of letters came to tell him that people were praying for him. But apparently that man was favored by God, and he undertook to arrange and organize a huge move of prayer for that man. And his love for him and his uh, commitment to that man to, to bring him back to life was spread across the country with many, many people praying. But John was absolutely involved, and I was not. I could forget that it had happened, and then John would bring it up, and I would, would re realize, oh, yes, we need to be praying, but John had the prayer. John had the heart of God. That's more than just a commitment to pray. He, I'm not sure he made a commitment in himself to pray. I think God committed him. And he agreed and went with it. 
So, to know his heart takes being available to him. Watch Mani, I've said this before, but it's so crucial. Watch Mani said to give to God the ownership of your heart, and then he will turn your heart where he wants it to go. I did that many years ago, and it is absolutely the truth. God wants to possess your heart with his heart. I want to say that the incredible thing about this story is that it sort of came from heaven as an assignment to John and John has John is very aware of what's going on in the world but he's not entangled with the news and he's not entangled with politics and he's he prays more than he will admit about things in the world but this is amazing because as Jennifer implied in, in the reading, he had no connection to this person that God brought to him. And I didn't even really know who the man was. But it's an incredible story of the intervention of God. When he wants prayer done, we are to be available, even if we don't know anything about anybody. But we're to be available. Uh, uh, several, a couple of weeks ago, the Lord very strongly alerted me to pray for the U UPS driver. And I assumed he meant for the UPS driver, but I didn't know who, but so I just prayed health and protection and, and whatever whatever came to me and thought no more about it. A couple days later, our UPS man stopped by, and I said, you know, I want to tell you something strange. He comes to our office all the time. And I said, I want to tell you that the Lord told me to pray for the UPS man, and I prayed for you. And he said, oh, my goodness, thank you. You don't know what we're facing out there in this world. He said, we just had a, a driver shot three times, just the day before, I think it was. And he said, perhaps you were praying for him because he lived and has he's been released in the hospital now two weeks later. And uh, But he said, it's, it's dangerous out there. There was no reason for this man to be shot. And he... And so I realized that maybe it was true. Maybe God had a bigger reason. So I want it to be kind of a an encouragement to me and to all of us to keep an ear open to the Lord for what He wants. And uh, I followed this man, found him on, uh, found pictures of him online, and know his name. So he he's going to be dear to me. And so will our own driver. <laughs> but the Lord is looking and calling for agreement with his will to transcend the evil of the earth. And he's waiting and watching for somebody that will pick up on, on his call. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com, and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At Shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.